Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Bird Brothers Podcast. I'm Carlos Falcon, joined as always by the celebrity Condor. How are you doing, Condor? I'm not not a celebrity. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) What? You're not? I've been wrong this whole time. Yeah, I need to get another celebrity. Oh, please, whatever. Oh, come on. Look at you with your sorting hat mug. You're definitely, you have the celebrity vibes all around you, Falcon. I got, I got the mustache, the hat, you know. Yeah, mustaches don't lie. Mustaches don't lie. Exactly. They, they have to tell truths. Exactly, exactly. And do you what know who would like you to tell the truth? You? About what? My, my mustache is telling me that there's only one person who ever has only 100% spoken truth. And that, and that is... person is the shepherd. Saray. You, you mean like... Like like a guy who shepherds sheep? No, no, a person who shepherds about? away away the sinfulness of men. You know, the uh, the malevolence as they call it. You what? know, what? You what? You've not heard about? of malevolence? Oh, you... you must not have watched the show for this week. What? 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 Shepherds and malevolence, dude, you're crazy. <laughs> Seraphim's oh my. Next thing you're gonna say is seraphim are real or something? Yeah, okay, that doesn't that's not real, buddy. Seraphim are next, real. What? I got a guy named Mebo right beside me. He's judging you very hard. Mebo. I have an Amiibo right here. Oh my gosh. Mebo, not an Amiibo. But just so you know, look, I've got a giant killer whale right here. Ooh. Well, maybe if you stop whaling in your gotcha games, you'll actually have money. Dang it. Well, I have money. I haven't whaled in a gotcha game in forever, okay? So be quiet. Anyway, we're talking about Tales of Zestiria the X today. Yes, we are. It was my recommendation. I really wanted to talk about this because I didn't know mm-hmm. what to do about Black Clover, and I'm still deciding on that. But that's not for mm-hmm. two weeks from now. So I decided <laughs> I want to watch an anime that I've actually been interested in watching uh, uh, in a long time. I actually did watch like the first two episodes when it first came out, but then I kind of dropped mm-hmm. it because I'm like, I already played the game, so I already know what's going to happen. But boy, was I wrong. This anime did a lot of things different compared to the game we will get into those later but uh why don't you give everybody a nice uh nice little plot summary of what tales of the series the x was about mr falcon since it was your first time watching it well yeah it was your first time watching it too technically Uh, i knew it happened because i beat in the game but you never yeah yeah. i mean even though there was some differences things there was a lot of similar things i'll say Mm -hmm. okay pretty much tales of hysteria uh, there is a world that used to be inhabited by humans and these creatures called Seraphim. Humans could not see Seraphim, but they could feel their presence. Sometimes some people could talk with them, they and they kind of lived they in harmony. Yep. Yes, they used to coexist. Uh, they'd work together for the greater good. However, uh, there is this presence called malevolence, and uh, as humans stopped caring about the Seraphim and whatnot, they kind of started fading away. Humans could no longer interact with them. They no longer coexisted, as you could imagine. And uh, malevolence would breed rise to these monsters called Hellions that could not be defeated by anything other than the Sacred Fire, which uh, meant somebody had to form a pact with the Seraphim known as the Lady of the Lake, who uh, was like the protector of this ancient relic that was the only relic that could destroy these Hellions. Thus gave rise to the legend of the Shepherds, who were people who formed the pact with the Lady of the Lake and went about to stop the world from being consumed by malevolence or kind of essentially like human sin and darkness. All their evil thoughts and the like. like, like I think of it like our evil thoughts, our bad thoughts, like that. Yeah, and then if you act on those thoughts, then it creates more malevolence because you're acting on it, giving into more of them. 
so it kicks off with uh, us looking, following around a human called Saray. He lives by himself in a village on the mountain that is full of seraphim. What? Uh, but I thought humans couldn't see seraphim, Falcon. Saray is special because he was adopted by them as a baby, and oh, he I could not have seen them initially. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was special because he was the main character, but okay. Well, I mean, he is the main character. He's got that protagonist privilege, if you know what I mean. Protagonist privilege. But, uh, can we yeah. get a hashtag protagonist privilege in the chat? Let's go. Hashtag 100% old juice. You can sponsor us. We love you. Well, I love you. No. But, you know, hey, that's cool. No, no. If they ever approach me with a sponsorship, <laughs> I will be like, Falcon, are we no. doing this or not? I'll be like, yes. And you'll be like, okay, no, whatever. But uh, anyway, he was fix uh, your game. Yeah, he uh, he was a band, or they never really tell us how he ended up with the Seraphim that I remember. Uh, but he yeah, ended up being adopted by covered. the Seraphim. The anime never covered that. The game yeah. did though. Okay, um, but since he was around them and they were taking care of him, he eventually got used to like they call it like resonance. Is it like the more resonance a human has, the more they can sense the Seraphim. His residence grew just from being like around them all the time that he could eventually see and interact and just talk with them like it was a normal part of his life. Uh, but he is adventuring in a ruins when he, he likes finds this looks girl. Ruins. Yeah. Yeah. They find this girl collapsed gr- a, there. A girl? A human girl. A human. Saray has never seen another human before. So he's all like, whoa, a human girl. Let's save her. And he, he breaks the rules, brings her back to the Seraphim village where only Seraphim are supposed to be. But he gets her back on her feet to send her out, uh, and she tells him that they are about to be choosing, trying to choose the new shepherd with the ceremony of the sword, I believe is what it was called. Something like that. Uh, and she feels like something's unique about Saray and wishes he would go and uh, participate in said festival. Uh, but then they find out there is an assassin after her, and he wants to make sure she's protected. So he and his boy Miklio set out from the Seraphim village to protect this mysterious girl, thus beginning their journey through the land of Zestaria, which I don't to even know the opening. We don't want to. We don't want to scare all the people away, Condor. Please stop. I think we've already uh, scared them away, Falcon. Probably this one started off as a train wreck, but I'm kind of all for it, you know. Oh yeah, just like every episode. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of the basic story. Yeah, that's pretty uh, much mean, a good summary yeah. of the show. Of like, basically it's, it's very simple. Episodes, you you know. can pretty much guess what happens next. Ah, uh, uh, you yeah. can. And Saray dies. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. He doesn't die. He actually becomes a shepherd and stuff. Spoilers. Whoa. What? You don't have to watch like episode three to find out. No, it's crazy. Crazy, just, right? You know, watch the opening, which shows him in the shepherd's clothing. Whoa. The open. <laughs> What did they, the opening for even season one spoil some stuff that doesn't even happen till like the end of season two? And I was like, why did you put this <laughs> opening of season one? Because they but, oh, had to. They had to. Oh well, my yeah, well, gosh. Well, well, we got we got a bit to discuss about this. So why don't we, we get we do. into why don't we get into our lovely cast of characters now? Don't we? Yeah, I guess we'll start off with our main boy, uh, Mister Saray. Oh hi. oh, hi. He's hiding me. He, now, now you he's, guys can He's hiding me. you. You can just scoot over to the other side. Like, I can scoot over here. You can scoot over there. It's get okay. Him, get him away from me. He, but yes, Saray, the country bumpkin who grew up in a land of Seraphim, which to most people would think he's crazy because he's talking to nobody but air. But hey, He just has cool. imaginary friends. He just has a bunch of imaginary friends. Like, this dude's a little weird, but whatevs. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he's very... Saray's very much, I feel like, Generic goody two shoes protagonist. 
Definitely. Like, only wants to help people, doesn't really have any bad thoughts in his head, just wants to explore, help people, and make sure everybody is happy and healthy, essentially. Uh, His biggest twist is just he likes to explore ruins, because that's really all there was up there on the mountains for him to do. He's a big ruin maniac, yeah, but basically, this guy is our main character. I really like the blue shirt. His design is actually pretty cool. One thing about the Tales of games and animes is that the characters always have some really cool designs. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things about them. People go, people go like really in into the design, and it's always great to see them when people cosplay them as well. Yeah, I really like about the Tales of series. I, I will say I really like his design, but I actually prefer it without the shepherd like cape. Oh, I actually really? just prefer no. him with like the blue shirt and the pants. I don't know why. I've never been a huge fan of the shepherd cape. It's fine. I like it. Okay, but I don't know. Whenever he takes it off, I'm always just like, I like him looking so much better like this. <laughs> Which isn't like a hot take or anything. Just I felt like I wanted to throw my two cents out there. No, I, I agree. I actually think you look better with the blue, with just the blue shirt and not the the cape. But I yeah. have my reasons for not liking that cape. Do you? I do. And you have to yeah, I mean, like, the first area to find out. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was another thing they kept bringing up Berseria. And I'm like, I get they're related. They're in the same universe. Just Berseria is yeah. like... A thousand years or a couple hundred years in the past. Yeah, Berseria is basically a prequel. I guess we can get into yeah. that. Berseria is basically a prequel. The main character of Berseria is Velvet Crow. Put up her picture. Put up her picture. I know you don't have her picture. Do I you? don't have it. That's fine. No. Basically, uh, basically what they did is they did a bit of a tie-in. Uh, they did like two episodes, which is basically some parts of the Berseria. What did you think of those two episodes, by the way, Falcon? Uh, I was not a fan. Oh. Not that they were bad. But it was the pacing of where they put them. It made no sense for it to be there. It just was. Yeah. And then we don't even like hit on them again to like one of the last episodes of season two where they're just like, well, you see, you find out this person, Velvet Crow, and blah, da, 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 da. And it's like, okay, but we didn't even see that part of like what they did in the show. We saw like the very beginning of it. And I get it was there to promote the game. I heard like this was coming out right before Berseria came out, I believe. I think like, the so. anime was. I know. So the it game. was just to promote fact, the game. Tales of Berseria actually came out on my birthday. Oh, did it? That's a fun. It, that's a fun it thing. Did. I forget the year, but it was January twenty fourth. So I was I, mm-hmm. I got it for my birthday. Same day as the Kingdom Hearts two point eight thing came out. Okay. I, I chose Tales of Berseria because yeah, that's a better game. Uh, but yeah, so like it. It didn't make sense to me, like, where it was at. The pacing of that was really weird. Because we have this, like, really, like, climatic, like, cliffhanger moment at the end of, like, episode... I think that was, they was were, like, like five four. and six. It was, like, it episode was four. So, like, we have this, like, really climatic cliffhanger. It's like, oh, and then all of a sudden, it's just, like... They even make fun of it in the ending skit where it's like, hopefully they don't forget about us. What are you talking about? They won't remove us from the show. And then the next two episodes are just, like, none of the same people. <laughs> and they don't get brought up again for forever. And it's... So, it felt very they, weirdly paced, I guess. I didn't have any issue paced. with like the content of the episode. Hey, yeah, if it was probably like a Berseria anime. They could already just take the two, the first two yeah. ones if they used the same company. Yeah. So, which by the way, the I anime think it was made one. by UFO Table, so it was beautifully yeah. animated. I will say a lot of beautiful moments, but we'll get into that later. Also, uh, I was talking yeah. to somebody when they said that supposedly every Tales has an anime version of it, and then there's just not been many that have come out over here. I don't know if I buy that or not, but I would. What, what I would. Uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody in Discord that every Tales game has an anime. Uh, I, I don't know who told you that because I would have definitely heard if there was a Tales of Zillia anime. That's my yeah, favorite I think, one. I was very much like, I think you're wrong. And they're like, nope, everyone does. And I'm like, mm. 
it? No, no, he's wrong. Yeah, I was like, I only know of a few, but I was like, I'm gonna mention it because I don't know if it's they right probably or not. just like watched all the anime cutscenes to one like back to back, like, oh yeah, this is a good anime. But Maybe no, they, I don't they, know. They, they don't. It, I would have definitely heard because Tales of Zillia is my favorite Tales of game. It is a sequel game, but it does not have an anime. Whoever told you that is dead yeah. wrong. Like Who's I knew, not? I knew Abyss, Symphonia, Zestiria had actual shows, and I knew that Vesperia had the movie. But that's all I knew about. Remember, folks, don't ever always believe everything you hear on the internet. If you want correct news, come over to the Bird Brothers podcast, where we will always give accurate information for all your needs and tells. Mm-hmm. Never believe people who say, oh, there's an every anime for Tales of Zillia, because they're incorrect. It's not true. Yeah. There's not there's not an anime for Tales of Zillia. There's not an anime for the original Tales of, especially not Tales of Graces, Tales of Hearts. Which only is in Japanese, by the way. You can only put that mm. Japanese on the Vita. I Tales of Tales of Graces was one of my favorite. I actually really like that one as well. Uh, apparently, Fantasia had an anime too, which was the very first one. Oh, I mean, there, there's another one, but basically, not every yeah, I'm, single I'm, I'm one. I'm on a has Reddit an post and I'm looking through it, and like they keep mentioning just like the same four. So I was like, yeah, it sounds like it's just just those four. Yep. So again, whoever told you that is a liar. Yeah, I was we like, I'm confused. Shame them right now, Shane. Who is it? I will not say names. I don't like calling people out. Plus, also, I don't remember who it was. I want to call uh, them out so bad. It was, it was one of the people in a mutual Discord we're in, but I don't remember which name because there was like four or five people I very rarely talked to in there at the time, and they were they were all talking. Anyway, getting back to Tales of Berseria, yeah. so yeah, they did the two episodes, and then they did something. They mentioned it. They mentioned it a lot. Uh, like uh, they kept like, oh, like Saray was talking about like, here's a story about Velvet Crow and her revenge. For Artorias, mm-hmm. that was never in the original game, by the way. That was just in the anime. I felt like it. I feel like that wouldn't have been there. I yeah. feel like that was an add-on because technically, tells us Hysteria came out before Berseria, uh, time like mm-hmm. game-wise. So that makes sense. Uh, there was a lot of things they did where some characters like uh, Enda's brother. Uh, Aizen is actually a playable character in Tales of Berseria. Yeah, I knew that. I knew he was one of the the playable characters. I, there's a bit of a spoiler. I'm not. I'm not going to say it until we get to the spoiler. So I'll, I'll tell you. I'll okay. tell you that later. But he was there, and they gave him a voice. So I'm like, oh, that's cool that they did that. Uh, and they in the in the like the two parts that they showed uh, uh, the Tales of Berseria. They showed uh, Velvet. They showed Rokuro. They showed Maggie Lou. And those are like two. Those those are like three playable characters. Uh, and everything and then they showed the opening as well which i actually like the opening music actually has the best song in the whole thing but we'll get more on that later but uh basically they did a lot of like tie-ins to tell the berseria they're trying to do it they only mentioned like bare minimum stuff basically like what happened in the beginning they never like got into the end but uh yeah but yeah basically uh we got we got a little off track there but that's okay yeah saray is a good protagonist does he pass the protagonist check for you falcon He's okay. Uh, I don't think there's anything really wrong with him. He's just very boring. Like, very predictable. He doesn't have anything really that makes him stand out. Yeah. He's just kind of your cookie-cutter, generic protagonist. And I feel like that's similar to a lot of people in this cast. Not that they're a bad cast. I feel like they're just kind of overall generic and a little bland at times. And I think that just has to do with with the fact that... uh... The anime, it was the anime that we watched. So to get off ta- yeah. topic once again, one of the best things I love about the Tales of games is the skits, which I want to give props mm-hmm. to this anime for putting at least one, like their own like skits at the end of uh, mm-hmm. each episode to like. Yeah, if you watch past the, the ending. 
they give each character some credit to some like character things but in the game there's like over like hundreds and hundreds of skits and with those you get to see like more of the character development of the characters and stuff like if there's like a major event sometimes the characters will reflect on it and they'll like help like with their like path to keep moving forward which the anime did a little bit but uh Mm -hmm. the games do it a lot more so i can kind of understand where the cactus kind of bland in this so that is something I did want to mention. So I'm glad we're bringing it up now. Yeah, of course, of course, and then, and of course, it's hard to jam like uh, probably a 100 to 80, 100 hour game in 25 episodes because that's like only yeah. 10 hours I mean, of stuff. So if you don't do everything in Zestiri, you could probably beat it 30 to 40 hours. But there's so much side stuff to do, and there's some stuff you can't get to until like replays, from my understanding. So like, if you if you wanted to get everything out of it, yeah, it would be a really long game. Something I do want to mention is that uh, – actually, I forget. Never mind. <laughs> Dang it. I distracted myself. <laughs> All right. Uh, we want to move on to uh, the next character, the water boy. Yes, water boy. Next Mebo. up is Miklio, a.k.a. Mebo. Mebo, right here in my hand. Yeah. Uh, so Miklio is Saray's best friend. He is a water seraphim who also grew up in the mountain village. And they were both kids at the time, so they kind of, like, hung out with each other. Miklio really seems like he was the only one who might have been a kid when Saray was growing up. So it seems like they pretty much were just, like, stuck together. Uh, but he also likes exploring ruins, and they're always trying to, like, race each other to find the coolest artifact while they're down there, be the first to discover something. Uh, he's a very responsible, very level-headed, uh, and he controls the power of water. Ooh. He's also what, what, a really uh, good ice cream machine. He, it's a really good ice cream machine. So the the game especially, they have this cooking mechanic. And one thing unique about Zestiri, since all the Seraphim have different elements, they can only cook things, really, that deal with their elements. Since he's water and, like, ice, he's just making, like, ice pops and ice cream and everything cold. Um, to where, like, the fire one's always making, like, baked goods and that sort of thing, which I thought was rather amusing. Uh, but yeah, what else do you uh, want to say about Miklio? I feel like he's one of the more characters who's just kind of there to be there well i mean he was kind of there to go along with saray i think yeah. there was a, i think in the game i don't remember if this is true so i might be making this up but i think there was a, a part in the game where uh Miklio, like refused to make a pact with saray to like enter him as like in a sublord contract oh i feel, uh, I feel like I, that might have happened in the d- game different saray refused to let Miklio make a sub pact oh um really that, I, I i was gonna see if i could i'd originally bought all the dlc when I first started playing this game, just to have it all. Um, and they had optional cool. items you could use to raise your level. So I was like, if I have time, I'd like to see if I could try to, like, just, like, power through the story of the game without all the side stuff. Didn't happen. I got too busy to do it. Um, but, uh, yeah, this part was early on. So he uh, he wanted to make a sub-pact with Saray when they get to the uh, the ruins where they find the water bow. Yeah, which they did differently in the anime. No, 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 like- no, no. It wasn't there. It was when they went into the waterway below Lady Lake. Um, he wanted to make a sub-pact with Saray, and Saray wouldn't let him, uh, and told him to go wait at the end, and he got mad and left. Um, yeah, oh yeah, that's was, right. It was because he made the, Saray made the choice to be the shepherd, but he didn't want Miklio to feel like he had to come along with him on his journey, that he could just go back to the village if he wanted to. And he, Saray had a hard time trying to be willing just to let other people, like, essentially make their life revolve around him when they didn't have to. So it was kind of this kind of part of like Saray's growth of initially of being like 
cool, I'm glad he wanted to be here. He felt like Mikleo was just doing it because Mikleo felt he had to do it and not because he wanted to. So he wouldn't let Mikleo form the subpact until Mikleo kind of proved, like, no, like, I'm not doing this out of obligation. I'm doing this because you're my friend and I want to make sure you succeed kind of deal. Um, but yeah, that was that was it. But they did that a lot differently here. In the show, it's just like, I want to make a subpact. Okay. Like, it's like, all yeah, right. They did that a lot differently. Uh-huh. Yeah. I will, I will, I, I, I mean, of course, they can't do everything the same. One thing I did like, though, and that's something I want to praise this anime about, is uh, they, uh, I guess, to save time or something. They had uh, Mikleo run off to the ruins to get his own little bow. I like how they gave him yeah. his own little like time. And they did that for other characters like Rose and Alicia. And yeah. other stuff. I kind of like that because I always hated how like you would always follow the main character in his group. Yeah. But like sometimes when other characters do it off doing other things, you wouldn't like follow them. So I kind of I really like that that this anime did that, especially with episode zero, which basically showed like a little bit of a prequel to like the game when the game starts. Yeah. Wasn't Alicia. that like the Alicia DLC they came out with for the game? That's no, what I was the assuming Alicia that was. DLC is actually after the game i played that oh okay for yes. some reason i figured that was what the alicia dlc was so i just no. was like oh, okay cool that, all, that makes it more was sense all first. anime original okay but Mikuleo was pretty cool but i would probably say he's probably my least favorite of all the seraphim shown that we have i i agree with you he's a little what? bland probably yeah he, he's very much just like the best friend who's there but uh, I always enjoyed Mikleo, but yeah, he doesn't really like bring a whole lot to the table besides like a couple <laughs> things early on. He's just kind of following you around at that point. But Falcon, what did you know he has a fear of dogs? He does have a fear of dogs. He does. He hates dogs. Hates them. Yeah, you, you find out dogs are one of the few creatures that can like sense seraphim. So whenever like he's near a dog, the dog will be like barking at him and stuff, and he doesn't know what to do, and he he gets terrified, which he is just fun. Great. A uh, fun little personality trait. But yeah, I, I really... Twigs! Yeah, besides really the bow, and that, that was completely different in the anime. It's like in the anime, he gets sent to go find it, like you said. But in the, the game, it's he's still mad and hasn't shown up after Saray wouldn't let him make the sub-pact. But Lila, who's a character we'll talk about later, keeps leaving him notes as to like where they're going, so that way Mikleo can track them down. Um, she thinks Saray's just kind of being stupid. Uh, so he ends up tracking you down at the Galahad Ruins. That's what they are, the Galahad Ruins. Uh, and, uh, and they're, they're getting overrun with like enemies like, Oh, we don't know what to do too bad. We don't have a water safe. We could have used that bow. We saw at the very beginning. And then Mikleo is just like, yeah, I can use it if you make a pact with me. And then it's like, okay, fine. And they make the pact and they go along about it. But yeah, uh, very, very different. Very different. Um, uh, but shall we move on to, uh, the princess? Oh, sure. Why not? Next up is princess Alicia. Whoa. She is the girl Seraph and Mikleo found in the temp or in the ruins at the very beginning. Uh, she is the princess of Lady Lake, and she wholeheartedly believes that the Shepherd and the Seraphims are in fact real, even though people are telling her that's just a legend from that book you don't stop reading, you know? A celestial record. The celestial record, yes. I, I always liked Alicia. She's always been one of my favorite characters from the show. Yeah, uh, I actually like how the anime gave her more time than the game because actually what happens in the game is uh like you know at the I guess at the halfway point of the anime, she kind of just leaves your party like in the anime. Yeah. And uh something here I'll talk about one of the differences now. You know how Sheree made Alicia her squire? Yeah. Well, she stops being a squire because her her men her like 
yeah. mental connection is too weak. But in the in the animated, that's not true. So yeah, that was the whole. That was like one of the big controversial points of the game, but it made sense from a story perspective, even though it was really weird. So you find out that to be a squire, the people have to have a decent amount of resonance, and Alicia has enough resonance that she can like somewhat sense like seraphs and stuff. But they end up finding out that she has so little that Saray is having to put more of the load on himself than she can accomplish. So they end up like cutting her off as a squire. They end the squire pact because she's just not going to be more of a hindrance moving forward. And then from there, we we see her a couple times in the game after that, but she's never, like, fighting with us or anything. Like, we just kind of hear mention of her. We'll, like, stop in to check in on her. Oh, yeah, and here she still keeps the squire pack. She's just like, my country needs me. I can't travel with you anymore. But he still lets her be a squire in case they need her and they're in that area. Well, they have that awesome telepathy. Telepathic, yeah. I can't speak. Yeah, which came in handy a couple times, especially near the end. It did. It was really but I like Alicia. Maybe she. I mm-hmm. think she might be my favorite girl. I don't, honestly, it's it's not really. That there's a there's a girl I like better than Alicia, but I've always I, really I, I liked know Alicia. Who it is. I know who it is. I oh, it, it's it probably is. easy. It's like the one character that if anybody's like the characters suck. Well, except for this one, and then like that's the one character that usually would get like the pass. <laughs> I, I, uh, know. I, I know. Yeah. Oh, wait. Um, I'm gonna guess it too. Yeah. I'm gonna guess it. Watch. Yeah. Like, yeah like, Alicia's pretty great. She uses a spear. She does use a spear, which is is fun seeing like, uh, like royal not using just like some fancy sword i like that she uses a spear uh, she's also just like wholly dedicated to her kingdom like she'll do whatever she needs to do for it that's not just like killing people like you see all the time like in the show she's like we're not going to kill them we're going to knock them out incapacitate them sure but like don't kill anybody she is always uh, for her kingdom because even like always fighting for there's them. like a whole plot to where like she gets braided like a traitor at some point and like everyone's out to kill her, and even people are like, "But they're out to kill you. Why don't you want to kill them?" She's like, "Because there's still people of my kingdom, and I am still their princess." I'm like, "I don't want to kill them. Like, let's knock them out. We'll take the kingdom back, and then you know, it won't matter anymore." You know, <laughs> it's very much like we got this. It's fine. Um, yeah, she. I, I really like a lot everything about her. I like how she just willingly like believes right when he's like, "Yeah, I can talk to Seraphim or whatever." It's like, okay, cool. Checks out. Probably like I like her. There's design. just a lot of cool about her. Her design is really nice too. Yeah. I've always liked her jacket. I've always thought her jacket was really cool. But did you uh, watch this anime subbed or dubbed, by the way? I watched it dubbed because I, I played the too. game dubbed. And Me I heard too. they had the same voice cast. And yeah. so I, was like, I feel like now, especially since no, I was Saray's playing some of the different. game. I thought Saray's voice was Robbie for both the show and the game. Was it? Because whenever when I looked up Saray's uh, voice actor, he has two I'm actually on that voice actor's page. Uh, so Robbie two, Damon is the anime. Voice actors. Maybe he has, maybe the other one was something. Um, Tales of Asteria, uh, 2015 shows the same guy. Maybe it was different in like England. Maybe like the Europe release had a different voice actor, or maybe like in, like he doesn't do it anymore. And for like all the like crossover games, it's somebody different. It's Bryce Papenbrook, Bryce Bryce Papenbrook, and Robbie. The one in the anime we watched was Robbie Damon because I had recognized his voice. Right. Like, I, I recognize his voice so hard. But there's also yeah. has like a a Bryce Papenbrook, and I don't know why. I'm, I mean, Pappenbrook, uh, was he the guy who did Kiri? Wait, no. Wait. He did uh, He did uh, the voice actor of uh, of uh, the main character of Sword Art Online. Kirito, yeah. He also did Shiro Emiya. So. so I went to Tales of the Stereo 2015. On Behind the Voice Actors, it is showing Robbie Damon and one other. Who's the one other? 
the Japanese person. So I don't know why Pappenbrook's on there. Maybe he was like rumored at the start and that fell through, but on a site that like verifies people who are in there, it's showing it's, it's just it says, it says, tells us this era of the X, the 2016 TV show, and it's saying his thing for Bryce Pappenbrook. I don't know. And I have maybe there's two different, I don't know. This is something to not look into. I mean, I was playing the game and stuff as well, and it was the same guy. So. Okay, I'll tr- you played the game recently, so I'll trust your judgment. Yeah. But yeah, I thought it was Bryce Pappenbrook for a reason for at, at first, right? So because I'm I'm looking at the voice and it was the first the first name I saw. So I look it up. I'm yeah. like, wait a minute, these voices don't sound remember. Like I recognize some of the characters he played, and I'm like, this doesn't sound That's... familiar to like what what I've heard. And then I saw it was Robbie Damon. So and I looked weird. Up, oh yeah, there we go. He voices some characters from ReZero. Not uh, Robbie. He's a really good voice actor. He uh he did the voice of Joe from the Digimon Tri movies. Uh, that was the first thing that like I really knew what he did. But looking at other stuff, I'm like, oh, I'd heard him a bunch of stuff before that. Yeah. yeah. This is weird because even on the site that I use that verifies things, it's verified that they're both in the anime show. Which so I don't know what or why. Maybe it was like Bryce is gonna do it at the start, and they pulled out and had it be Robbie, or they thought Robbie. I don't know. But it says both were approved by. So it shows Robbie Damon was confirmed by the credits on the opening and endings. Because I watched that on the show too and it said that. But then it shows that Pappenbrook was confirmed credit official press release. So I don't know, but I'm assuming it's Robbie because it sounded exactly the same. The one we heard was Robbie, 100% Robbie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, but yeah. anything else we want to say about Alicia or uh, shall we? Totally we totally talked on? a lot about Alicia, not about Surrey's voice actor. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Right? <laughs> Uh, um, well, I, I will say that I really like what the anime did with her, give her more time. I, I didn't like that about the game. I guess, I, that, I guess that's, actually one of the, that's actually one of the downfalls of the game. A lot of people, a lot of Alicia fans really liked her, but Alicia's that actually not that popular. Alicia's not actually that popular of a character in the game. A lot of people actually don't like her, but I do. So see, I was hearing the opposite. Uh, really? Cause when the game first the came time, out, I remember a lot of people didn't like her. I always heard people didn't like Rose. Really? Uh, yeah, I was really looking into the controversy, and I, was, I misunderstood it. The controversy was that they felt Alicia got taken out of the game, like, unjustly. Because apparently, from what my understanding of it is, was that the, like, director of the game was apparently, like, a thing with Alicia's voice actor. And that people found out, and I guess were kind of giving him crap. So they felt like he cut out Alicia's story importance and added in Rose, just to be like, see, I'm not just giving my, like, lady friend a... Uh, a main role or something that was my understanding of it but there was a big like controversy about rose but it's pretty much just like the alicia stands who were just mad they couldn't play with alicia more that's um, why they gave the dlc i get yeah i get why why they did it that way but it was just like a really weird thing to do but and like they've confirmed multiple times like had nothing to do with their relationship like she was always supposed to be a temporary party member that got taken out i did not know uh, yeah i don't know I mean, it Whatever. makes sense in the story, but you know, I always hate when a, a, I have a character leaves. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay. Next, next character. Next up, we're going to talk about the Lady of the Lake herself. This is Lila. not. This is this is not your best girl. This no, Lila's probably one of my least favorites, and oh. not that she's a bad character. Like I just have never cared for her. I actually, really, I actually really like Lila. Uh, I don't say she's my favorite, but I really like her character, especially in the game. Mm-hmm. So basically, Lila here is a fire seraph. Uh, basically, mm-hmm. she is the one who guards the sword and during the ceremony. And uh, yeah. Sheree sees her and talks to her and makes a pact with her to become the shepherd. And basically, she's uh, like giving Sheree all these hints without like telling him directly because she can't 
for some reason. Yeah. Uh, she, but she can like you have to find out the answers on your own, which is actually really good. But it's better than to, for people to find their own answers than yeah. for uh, just to be told everything right from the get go. Yeah. So I really like that. But uh, basically, Lila basically is like like a mentor, but she's also really cool, really good character. I really like her. Uh, yeah, she has a really nice. Very I like her outfit. I like her hair. Her hair colors. It's like a. It's like a green. You know. It's it's like a. They do this a lot with the surf, and they've got like mainly a white hair color, but it has like a tint to it. So hers is like a whitish color with like a slight greenish tint, like on the I back, like, like on the bottom. But then it has like the like pinkish red at the very very end because she's a fire seraph. Um, I like it. I like her design. I feel like her hair is really long. That's one of the things that's always bugged me about her design. Mm-hmm. Is I've I've always thought it's weird that it's just like how long it is. Uh, but that's nothing major. But yeah, like we find out why she always gives him hints later on, but I honestly kind of like the reasoning of just like she just doesn't want him to know more than like the actual reason as to why. Um but yeah, it was I kinda like when it before we found out exactly why she doesn't tell him that that's like, you have to find out by yourself. It's like, well yeah, he does, but I just kinda liked it if she was more like, you know, I could tell you, but you would benefit more if you just found out on your own. So let's just travel around the world. Uh, yeah, she's always upbeat, always very positive. Uh, she very much is just kind of like Saray's mentor. She's been the, from my understanding, she's pretty much been the person who's traveled with every shepherd for the most I, part. Well, no, but she was with the last, the last several. She was with the last yeah. shepherd. Okay. She wasn't with the first one, which is technically the, 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 the main antagonist of Berseria. Okay. Um, but yeah, so she, she has experience in like what to expect and whatnot. Um, but uh, she's she's just the lady of the lake, sitting there chilling by the sword for. I like years the power of fire, fire, mm-hmm. and she's fire. Oh, I like that she fights with paper. I thought that was fun. It was kind of like, like paper, yeah, paper fire. Oh gosh. And then she even talked about at one part that she likes making origami for her friends, and I was she like, does. checks out. That checks out. Really cool. She's also a, a good cook. She is a good cook. She better she, be. She's always she baking and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but she she has a lot of like backstory you don't really find out. I feel like we don't really yeah, like towards the we end. get a decent chunk of it, but we don't get everything about her. Well, you don't. Um, uh, they, they sell more in the game. I know you didn't get yeah. that far in the game, right? So how far did you get in the game, by the way? Initially, I got like when I played it years ago, I got close to the end. But you had there were these like uh, Earthen Historia orbs, whatever that the game just kind of like talked about that never really hint, hinted at. So I didn't think I needed to get them. And I got to a point where it's like, to enter here, you have to have like 20. And I was like, I have two. And then I couldn't remember where I'd gotten them out of or which optional dungeons I didn't run into. And so I just stopped playing because I got tired of figuring out where to go. Uh, This time when I got through to replaying it, I got through part one again. Um, I did all the stuff. Uh, What do you mean part one? Part one or part two. I got through all the Maryland stuff. I beat the Drake there and did all of that. But I thought that was where it was technically like, yeah, yeah. Okay. There was like four parts, I think, through Maryland, and then we went. I forgot where I went right after that, but then that was technically like the end of part one, as far you as like should have gone to. Uh, you mean? Oh, you you did all the Marlin stuff after that was the war, technically. But I think there might have been some yeah. stuff between the war because it went in the yeah. end from Marlin to the war. But I think there might have been some in between stuff. There was like one other place I went to, but I can't think of now where it was. Um. But yeah. I, I didn't get super far just because work was a lot busier than normal, so I just kind of ended up like watching the show when I got off because I was tired. <laughs> yeah, I feel that. <laughs> um, yeah. Anything else we want to say about Lila? No. Next character. Uh, next up is Rose. Rose is not your best girl. 
Rose is not my best girl, no. So I already know who it is then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Rose, why don't you tell the people about Rose? I. She so basically Rose is a traveling merchant. Mm-hmm. Uh she is the the Sparrow Feathers. Uh yep. she actually she's actually one of the characters who meets Saray in the beginning uh outside mm-hmm. of Lady Lake in the line helping Saray get in. Uh, uh basically she is a really good merchant. Always she's really popular in her town, which isn't Lady Lake, but we'll get more into that. But mm-hmm. uh uh basically she also has another gig though on the side Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, and you, you know what that is? Yeah, she's an assassin. What? Her elbow. She was a baker. She's elbowing me. Okay. She's elbowing my eyes. She's elbowing me in the face. (laughs) She's like, don't talk about my life. But basically, she's also in this group called the Scattered Bones, Mm -hmm. and uh, she basically accepts missions. Which I like that the anime went into more a little bit more detail. I feel like about that. I mean, Mm -hmm. I really like how they described it in the anime, and. it was really cool, but basically she kills people who she's assigned to, but only if she like personally feels like they deserve to be dead. And for a while, she got hired to kill Alicia, but then she mm-hmm. saw Alicia's resolve and everything went there. Even though it was really cool because Alicia knew it was Rose at the time. Yeah. It was pretty amazing. That was actually really badass right there. I mean, the anime yeah. did so many good things. Uh, and uh, But she uses those two daggers, as you can see right there. You know, mm-hmm. pretty cool. She's actually a really, really good fighter. A uh, really smart girl, uh, though her design is kind of meh, in my opinion. I can't see the front of her shirt in this picture you're showing. Yeah, really her design's it. cooler when she's in her, like, scattered bones outfit. Why does her um, pouches have a heart on it? That's so weird. The pouches on her shoulders? To be girly, but she's not very girly, like, at she's all. She's more of a tomboy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the only thing girly about her is, like, her, like, hoodie and stuff has, like, ruffles on it. Like in the front and like kind of a little on the back, you can see there. It's like they but decided like, they tried to make her girly, but decided not to make her girly. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, it, it was weird. They gave her like girly accents, even though like she flat out like they had that one scene where you see her in a dress. She's like, how do I look? Like you're not Rose. She'd never wear anything like that. And then she punches a guy in the face, and it's like, yeah, okay, okay Rose is checks yeah. out. But yeah, yeah, Rose is pretty cool. I wouldn't say she's my favorite character, but they they she's they, a good they, 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 she's a good character. The anime did her good. I'll tell mm-hmm. you that the anime did her really good. Uh, for example, uh, it was uh, this is actually a bit of a difference from the game. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, basically, uh, after after Sheree finds out everything about Rose, like that she's an assassin, um, mm-hmm. basically she she like tells her like, "Hey, you can't keep killing people anymore. You're gonna regret it. It's gonna create more malevolence and stuff." Mm-hmm. And uh, in the game, and she didn't she didn't actually regret killing anybody. At yeah. all, like ever, but in the anime, she actually she actually cries about like what she did in the past, and she wants to like repent yeah. and be better. So I actually really like that that she cried about it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it. I didn't mind it. Uh, I do kind of like she kind of was. She always made sure the person she killed was like actually a terrible person before she did it. Yes, like yes. That, that's the whole thing we see in the show where she's talking to the, uh, I guess the chancellor. I guess is his actual title of Lady Lady. He's like, oh, Alicia's terrible. She wants to, you know, kill her subjects before fighting. With, like, Alicia didn't want war. She kept trying to be like, no, let's talk to these people. We can make peace. And the Chancellor just wants to, like, kill everybody because he's terrible. Uh, but he's like, she just wants to be defensive, and that's going to kill all these people. And so Rose is like, well, she's, you know, not wanting to go to war to fight the enemy and instead killing her own people. Like, maybe she's the bad person. But yeah, and then she ends up realizing that 
that's not Alicia at all and kind of ends up just like not bothering trying to kill her at, after a certain point. Um, but yeah, I, I like that she was more, she wasn't an assassin, but she was a just assassin. She would, you know, like try to like scope them out. And even if she took someone's word that they were bad, if she deemed otherwise, she just would not worry about it. She's like, no, you're wrong. Okay, I'm out. Uh, but yeah, she's fine. Uh, I feel like she was less important in the anime than she was in the game. Yeah, because because, they well, kept so bringing Alicia back. So basically, think of it like this: other than like uh, the first half, the first season focused on Alicia, and the second half focused mm-hmm. on Rose, excluding like the end where it had both of them. But yeah. basically, uh, that's how you could divide them up. Yeah, in a sense, which is just like the game, because again, it's like you get through 30 percent of the game, and like, oh, bye, Alicia. Here's Rose. Yeah. Uh, and like you have to like you don't have to like like her or anything. You could you could choose yeah. how you want. But uh, I thought she was fine in the anime. Again, it's been a long time since I played the game, so I don't yeah. really remember every single thing. But the anime was a good reminder for like because when I was watching, I'm like, oh yeah, this happens, and then this happens, and then this happens, mm-hmm. and stuff. So, um, yeah. But Rose is pretty cool. Yep. Okay. Uh, moving on to Edna. This is your best girl. This is my best girl. Edna is awesome. So oh Edna God. is a seraphim of Earth. That's right. Uh, they meet her when they go to the Rayfalk Spirit Crest to investigate the rumors about dragons being there. That's right. Um, dragons notoriously have never been able to be purified before. That's right. Um, so everybody's just like terrified of them. That's uh, wrong. Well, not everybody. I'm not, but most scared people. Of, I'm not scared of dragons. You're not scared of dragons? Well, good oh. for you. Um... But yeah, when they go to investigate, they meet Edna. It turns out the dragon on there is her brother, Aizen. Who is a playable and, uh, character in Tales of Berseria! Ooh! Yes, and uh, she stays on the mountain to try to hopefully find a way to keep him calm and not, like, go crazy and just kill everybody. She's, like, calling out to that, like, little part of him that still exists as, like, a seraphim that hasn't been corrupted by all this malevolence. And when Saray um, sees it, Saray's like, yo, I'm gonna cure your brother girl let's go on an adventure she's like only if you promise that you can cure him and he's like well i can't promise but i'm gonna do everything i can to try and she's like eh, good enough and then she she joins she's She's very sarcastic and sassy yeah she's extremely sassy uh which is fun she 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 has like two modes either she seems like she really doesn't care and she's just there because she's there or she's just being completely sarcastic about everything. She sure um, does love to tease everybody, she, especially Miklio. Especially Miklio. She she relentlessly teases Miklio. She's the one who calls him Mebo because it short. she wanted to call him Miklio boy. And then she shortens it to Mebo and he gets all mad. And she's like, nope, you're a Mebo now. Just get over it. Um, they kind of have that like frenemy. An Amiibo, yeah. They kind of have the like frenemy relationship somewhat. But even like Edna, I've just liked her design. Like I like the like dress they put her in. I like her little uh, like, like side she just, tail on the side with the yeah. around it. That's I like that cool. she just always her carries around the parasol for no real right. reason. She just does. And, and you know, if you fight with the parasol, your best girl confirms. Well, she, she doesn't really fight with the parasol. She usually just like kicks people, from what I remember. I think um, so. you're right. I thought she. Uh, I think she fought with it in the game. I thought maybe a little bit. Um, I'd have to double check. Uh, I'm gonna check right now. <laughs> Because I got to the point of the game where I unlocked her, but I hadn't used her a lot yet, so I didn't really pay attention to what her weapon was. I was just kind of running through it. Uh, but yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. She's willing to help out whenever needed be, but she kind of doesn't do much or as much in the show. 
she kind of relates to a couple other characters who kind of knew her brother. So she has more to do with them than she does like Saray and Rose and all of them. Uh, but I've always liked Edna. She's always been fun. I feel like in the game, yeah, she, yeah, she, fight, she fights with her umbrella. Yep. Okay. I, I remember that, and I just confirmed it. So, um, yeah, I feel like in the game she was more reluctant to join Saray to where the she anime. Was, like, actually, I promise yeah. we'll find a way to purify the dragon, and she's just like, "Well, okay." I was like, I remember her like fighting way yeah, she, more. She on was that. fighting it more because like yeah. it's been like so many years, and they said like you can't purify a dragon. Saray's like, "Yo, don't worry, fam. I got you." Well, yeah, it's not, like, whole thing he didn't is actually like, say that. He didn't actually say that. Yeah, I mean, his whole thing is like, well. No one's purified a dragon yet, but that doesn't mean it's impossible. Just no one's been able to do it. And it's like, this world is vast. I'm sure there is a way to find yeah, out. He, he very much is like, I'm sure I'll find a way to do it at some point. And she's just like, I don't know. But yeah, she he kind of she's very reluctant in the game, which I feel like explains her personality of like not really caring a lot for most of it. Because yeah. she gets tired, she'll just be like, you know what, this pack's over. I'm going home. And, and like, again, that leave. has to just do with the fact that uh, you know, uh, 25 episodes in like an 80 hour yeah. game. Let me actually look up how long it takes to beat Tales of Zestaria. Yeah, uh, but it is worth noting, too, that Edna and Lila knew each other before Lila was uh, the Lady of the Lake, or at least when she was on her last Shepherd adventure. Um, so they they have a relationship that they never really go too much into, except just that they It looks like it's going to take you 42 hours to beat the main story. Uh-huh. Yep. If you want to complete the game, it's 152 hours. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's some items you can only get by like, playing it on like your third playthrough and stuff. It's really crazy. It's, it's weird. Yeah, they've always said that with Tales games. I will yeah. never get all the trophies for a Tales game because it's like beat the game for the fifth time or on soul crushing difficulty. Don't use any items in this fight. And it's yeah, like, there was this trophy. No. I remember in Tales of Zillia <laughs> when I was playing through it again. I'm like, don't use an item until this part of the game. And I'm like, that's like thirty percent through the game. Yeah. <laughs> There was one for Vesperia, at least I haven't don't remember all the trophies for the newest release, like the remake, but for the 360 one, there was one that's like, you need to collect all the XYZ items. I was like, cool, how do I do that? Oh, you can't even start collecting the XYZ items till halfway through your second playthrough. I was like, nope. (laughs) It's like, these games are too long to deal with that. Um, (laughs) Anything else you want to say about Edna, or shall we move on to Uh, the Windboy? I I really like Edna. She's a good character. I like the sassiness she has. And again, I wish to make it better for, like, the immersion. They could have had her doubting Saray a little bit after she joins, but then, like, you know, the more she sees Saray's actions, the more she's like, oh, maybe you can actually do it. Mm -hmm. But I I think they still did her really well. Okay. Uh, Next next character, We have Dezel. I can't even see him. What the heck? Yeah, what? Hey, turn Crazy. around! Turn around, Yeah, turn Dezel. around, what bro. Uh, we know you got a cool jacket, but I can't have one, so I don't care. Uh, but I yeah, like Dezel... I want his hat. ...is the, a wind seraph. I'm going to kill uh, him and take his hat. You're going to kill him and take his hat? Wow. Way to be rude. What did, what did the boy Dezel ever do to you? Look at his teeth. They're you make it fangs. too gusty. Yeah, he, he's got like the weird, just like spiky fang teeth. Uh, but he is a wind seraph, and we find he's out he seraph. has been... Following Rose since Rose is like he has three. been possessing Rose. Yep. Yeah. He's been inside of Rose ever since she was young. Uh, and due to this, Rose has a high resonance because she's been around Seraphim, like kind of like Saray, but Saray's is more because he had like all these Seraphim around him, uh, which is why Rose ends up being a squire because she actually can uphold her portion of the deal because of her higher resonance. Um, but you find out that he followed around the guy who adopted Rose. And once that person passed away, he made it his goal to protect Rose and make sure no harm ever came to her. So he's been following her around and possessing her uh, to make sure she stays safe. 
Um, he's very quiet. Uh, he's very mysterious. He doesn't say a whole lot. And when he does, he's never really like concrete about what he says. He kind of speaks in a roundabout way sometimes. Um, he has no problem with like killing Hellions. Neither does the other one guy either. He has um, no he, problem he, with he killing people. He trusts Ray's judgment because he's made a pact with uh, Lila to be a sublord. Um, but he's he's the one who voices to Saray if he disagrees with what's going on, where the other's just kind of like, well, okay, that's what Saray wants to do. And he's like, why do you want to do that? Like, why can't we do this? Like, he's the only one to ever kind of like question his decisions. But at the end of the day, he still goes along with what he does. He just kind of presents a different perspective. Like, it might be better if we do this, this way. Don't you agree? You don't? Okay, why? Like, but I've, I've always liked Dezel. Uh, he doesn't get a ton of personality. And most of his backstory really is tied in with Rose. So it's yeah. kind of like he has Rose's backstory and that's kind of it. Um, but he's always been a fun character. I've always really liked his character design. Um, it would be nice to see his eyes at some point, but you know. Well, you see them. Oh, we do see them, I guess, that one time. Yeah. yeah. And it's just shown in the game as well at that one time yeah, yeah. as well. So uh, his hair is always like down in his eyes. He has eyes. like, he has, like, like green eyes. He actually has really nice eyes. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but he was always someone I really liked. He's he's pretty cool. I wish they showed more about him in the anime. I like his sure. design is actually pretty cool. He has like that badass looking. You know, he he's pretty aggressive with his wind style. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to see. He, he fights with chains. Oh yeah, he got the and chains popping out of the ground. That's always he's really like, cool to he's see. He's like he's like a character from Naruto. Naruto's mom. Yeah, I mean, he fights with I feel chains. like he was put in here really just to be like the edgy character. Be like, I wear this like kind of edgy outfit that's not overly edge. <laughs> I'm fighting with chains emanating off the edge. I do really like the skit where he's talking about he can tell what they're eating by the sounds of the wind. They're like, are you sure you can't just smell it? And then he feels like, we're having strawberry shortcake for dessert. And they're like, are we having strawberry shortcake for dessert? It's like, how did he know? And they're like, wow, he can listen to the wind. Like, what are we having for breakfast? And he's like, tomorrow brings new winds. Like, wow, so profound. And it's like, no, he just doesn't know because he was smelling the food <laughs> as it was cooking. Uh, but I like how no one caught on to that at that point because they just believed he could tell, which is fun. Yeah, Sir Ray and McClure were like, wow, that's so cool. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I guess we can move on to the last one we're going to hit on specifically. Uh, and that is Zavid. What? Who is Zavid Condor? Uh, he's actually, he was actually in Tales of Berseria as well, to be honest with you. He was. Okay. But you can probably tell that. He actually wasn't a playable character in Berseria. He was actually an enemy you fought. Kind of like okay. how you fight him in this game, but then he joined your party. Yeah, you fight him a few times in this game. But uh, basically, basically, Zavid is this guy who is basically from just from what I know about this game. I'm not going to say anything mm-hmm. about what I know from Berseria, but from this game, he has his mission to uh, he wants to kill Edna's brother because he believes yeah. that he can never recover. And he feels like putting him out of his misery is the best way to do it. Why is that? I have no idea. You could probably maybe he's best friends. Maybe he's related to their family. You don't really know. But he basically has this gun that can kill uh he that could kill uh, uh hellions or dragons and yeah uh, he has like a relic that is somehow like possessed with like the purification flames that and, he can uh, shoot and kill hellions so he's, he's trying they, to kill I th- dragons i think they go into that in the game but not in the anime yeah but but anyway uh basically uh he does not agree with saray at first with any of his like no. ideals and everything so that's why they have they like butt heads a few times uh especially in the game not in the anime they only did it they don't they never did it in the anime they just they, they, no, they never really butt heads. They just like disagreed, and he kind of went about he, to go kill the dragon. Yeah, the anyway. first time he's like, whatever, bro, actually, I'm out. The first time you fight Zavid is actually in the Rayfalk Spirit Crest. I remember yeah. that. 
So, uh, it, but he's he's a pretty cool. He needs to put a shirt on. <laughs> he actually, I, really I kind of like his design. I think, you know, he I has think a really good design. I, I'm just, I'm just joking. It's because of that one cut scene with, uh, what was it with Alicia? Oh yeah, it's that one skit with Alicia where she's just like, talk, <laughs> I forget how it starts, and then she's talking about his look, or he looks like he needs something, or whatever. She's like, I'll get you a shirt. He's like, What? No, this is what I want. Oh, this is oh, my choice. Thinks, he thinks he's hungry and poor because someone stole his his clothes. He's like, What? No, this is just how I dress. She's like, I'll go find you a shirt. I'll be right back. Just like what? <laughs> But I don't Which know I if I mentioned really it, but he, he's also a wind serif like Dezel. So we yeah, yeah. two wind serifs in this game. Yeah. In this game. It's pretty cool. Why is it, I just realized he has belts around his damn wrists. Why? You never noticed that? I've always thought that was pretty cool. It's just like wrists that he like uh uh like uh belts he wears his bracelets. That's always been one of my favorite parts of his design. I would always look at either the gun in his hand or like his shirtless body or like his head, his hair, because his hair is pretty cool. like, great. I feel like it's because he's kind of like a gunslinger since he uses the guns. And a lot of times, like in older like movies, the gunslingers in the Westerns, and they'd be like all the, like, the fringe hanging down from their like sleeves. So I feel like maybe that was supposed to be an homage to that. But since they use a lot of belts in this game, it's like just put belts on his wrists. And that can be like the fringe from the jacket. Um, but I always really like Zavid's design. I've, it's always been one of my favorites. I do like his design too. Even it's just like great. the fact his necklace just has like two feathers off at one point when the rest of it's just be like, I just like it a lot. I, yeah, really I kinda... like his uh I really like his uh his uh his voice. He's a good English voice actor. He has a great voice. I think Ian Sinclair is the one who did his voice. Ah, uh, that's I why believe. Ian Sinclair yeah. that sounds familiar. Why does that sound familiar? He's been in a lot of stuff. I can't think of any of it off the top of my head. Um but yeah. Uh I really like him. Uh I kinda wish he was more prevalent in the show. Um, but he was one of those characters like he'd show up a few times in the game, but he wasn't super prevalent until the end, but you kept like running into him. Is one of like the typical tales, like recurring kind of like baddies who's not really a baddie. They're just kind of disagreeing. He voices Brooke and he voices Brooke from One Piece. That's right. And he voices Weeze from Dragon Ball Super as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's not why I recognize him. Because he's been in a lot. There's there's something else you've probably heard him in. Probably. Um, yeah. I feel like Zavid is probably just like good friends with Edna's brother. They kind of hint at the show that like. Edna knew who Zavid was for being a kid. And I feel I feel like it was just Eisen and Zavid were probably friends, and so he wants to put his friend out of his misery. Uh, it's a little like bit it's a little bit more complicated from that. If I remember Tales of Berseria, I actually have to rebuy oh, okay. that game because it got stolen. So oh no, but uh, yeah, I've never it's, gotten it's, into playing that one. one. It's only like twenty bucks on Amazon. Actually, let me go check it. Yeah, out. it's been twenty bucks for years now at this point. Uh, Which is a good. Those, price those, for I always that wanted game, to be the Steria first, and then play, before I played Berseria, and I just you never got it. Eighteen eleven on uh, on Amazon. Okay, I may have to get that soonish. But, but yeah, uh, uh, basically that's all the characters. Yep. So uh, why don't so we take this moment to poll, right? I uh so I pulled up a, a character poll, and the thing about this uh is actually you cannot get a specific character poll for a specific game. You can okay. only get a specific character poll for like all the game, all the characters together, and all the tales ofs. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but this is actually really good because the first place character for 2017 is actually a character from Zestaria. Now, Falcon, I want you to guess who you think that is. Who do you think is number I... one? I very much think it's Edna because that's the one character anytime I hear people talk about the game is the one character that everybody seems to unanimously like. So I'm going to go with Edna. The first place character for the Tales of Festival 2017 character poll is -hmm. a character neither of us liked that much. It is Miklio. I can see that. He is actually first place. And Saray is actually sixth place. 
Uh, Velvet seventh. Uh, Alicia is seventeen. Edna is twenty, and that's all those hysteria characters. Okay. Uh, but then twenty twenty came around, and uh, twenty twenty came around, and they decided to do like a boy and a girl. Uh, like different uh, brackets. Yeah, and uh, do you want to guess who was first place for the boys? I'll Even say stereo characters. I'll say. Do I want to say Mikleo because he already placed first once, or do I want to go with Saray? I think I'll change it up. I think I'll say Saray for the guys. I'm pulling it up again because I had it, I had it gone. Here we go. It was actually it's actually Mikleo again. Okay. I don't know how he's so popular. I honestly, I know really a like lot of girls really like Mikleo. I know, like, whenever I've heard talks and like girls talk about the game, I, they, they really I like will Mikleo. admit his design, like, like in the last episode, it's like a great design. Skip, it's a great design. But, but, uh, Saray actually got fourth place in the boys. Okay. And then, uh, I'm not going to say any of the that's all the Zisteria characters. And then for the females, uh, it's actually the first place is actually a character for Tales of Zillia, so I'm happy about that. But for Zestiria, Rose got sixth at fifteenth. Lila got sixteenth, and that's it for the Zestiria okay. characters. Not even Alicia. Alicia went down. Yeah, she was like seventh, seventh place or sixteenth place in twenty seventeen. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, <laughs> that's all for the character poll. So Mikleo reigns supreme. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't see it. I mean, I guess he was pretty cool in the game, but uh, not in the anime. I mean, I he was a cool character. He game. just didn't have like much importance after like the Again, very beginning. I just want to say the games go into more like characters, characterization of the characters than the anime does. So, but we're just basing yeah. everything off of that. Well, it's hard to base off of the anime when I know the game and Falcon knows the game. Yeah. So we're kind of basing it off of both. But yeah, I guess that's enough for the characters. What we want to talk about the music next, buddy? Sure. Uh, so right. the first opening is Kaze no Uta. Kaze no Uta. That's not how it goes. I, no. I just made that up. <laughs> it does not how it goes. I, I like Kaze no Uta. I think out of the, all the songs we're going to talk about, it was by far my favorite. Um, I like the opening bit where it almost has like more of like a Scottish kind of sound to it at the very beginning before it kind of gets going. Um, it grew on me. The So the game has like this really, really good opening theme that's just like instrumental. Apparently there is lyrics in the Japanese version. They cut out from the English release. Um, but it's this really cool like hyped up awesome like rock song going on that's still by far my favorite thing at all about tales of the stereo music wise um but kazuna uta ended up growing on me a lot and i liked it a lot um, i would say that it is my favorite out of the two that would you of the of the actual openings yeah 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 by far uh i i've listened to it a few times this week on a uh, youtube while i've been like at work doing my thing uh, easily, yeah, the best one out of all four of these. I feel. <sighs> next uh, up, I really the... like it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, next up is the, the next one? ending called "Calling," and I'm not sure how to pronounce the artist. It's like Fahana or something Fahana, like that. Fahana, I know Fahana. They did some. Oh, we've talked about Fahana before, I think, one time. And they, they, did. Did an, they did an opening for an anime I watched a long time ago. So I actually really okay. like Fahana. And I, I when I realized it was Fahana, I'm like, oh. This is nice. It's fine. It just it kind of feels like it's a really slow song. It kind of feels good for out an of place. ending theme. Yeah, I still wasn't a huge fan of it, but it was fine. It did its job. It's probably my favorite ending theme out of the two. 
season two. Season two. Opening wow. is called Illuminate by Illumination. Minami. The the company I, that makes that makes uh, the, 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 the 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 minions, right? The minions, yeah, yeah. Uh, I did not like this one. It just didn't vibe with me at all. I honestly skipped it a few times. <laughs> I did it just because I just was lazy and didn't. Um, but yeah, it was. I was not a fan. Not a fan either. Uh, moving on, the last ending song we have is "Innocence" by Innoc- Flo. My Flo. Flo is such a good band, by the way. I just want a big shout out to Flo. Really good. Yep. I mean, they've been doing anime stuff for years. Yeah, um, they've been doing like Naruto stuff, so they're pretty. Uh, yeah, they're the ones who did Fighting Dreamers, right? Did you're right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also did a lot for Code Geass, and we talked about you know Code Geass already. You can go check uh, that episode. I actually, I actually listen to the Code Geass flow songs occasionally. Every time I'm on the yeah. bus or something, I just love to hear them. They're really good. Um, Innocence is fine. I feel like I, it's really, really busy at the beginning. And that kind of like draws me out of it. I feel like there's just too much going on, like musically. It's not a bad song, but I wasn't. Falcon over here getting overwhelmed. <laughs> no, like it was just like, it felt like there was just the drums that were hitting like way too fast. The guitar was going crazy. I was just like, I don't. It's starting off way too crazy for me. Uh, they're not, it's not a bad song. It's just not my personal favorite. I'd rather listen to like any other flow song they've done that I've heard. Um, but hey, if you like it, you like it. What do you think of Innocence? Uh, I, I I skipped it a lot because I, I just wanted to get done with the anime. I was, I, yeah, I was, I, this is I, I skipped this one a lot too. But I really liked it for what I listened to. But I, I think I still prefer the first one, even though this one's okay. done by Flo. I think I just like the general vibes of the first one. Everyone's all chill and happy and relaxed and yeah. stuff. So I really like that. Mm-hmm. But there's still another song. Uh, yeah, I forgot the title. Uh, it was the Berseria opening. Yes, and I have it right here. Do not worry. Okay. This is all. This is called "Burn" by Flow as well. Uh, basically, this played during the uh, the second Berseria episode. I actually, this is actually probably my favorite song that they played. Yeah, and it made me like remember my time with playing Berseria. I actually really like this song. It, it, like basically, basically the tale of Berseria. It's a game of revenge. That's that's yeah. basically the tale of it. You're 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 a girl. First time you're playing as a girl, by the way, by itself, other than Zillia. But, uh, and you basically, uh, it's revenge. So this song perfectly, like, emulates that, like, feeling of, like, oh, we're gonna go kill somebody for what they did. Yeah! Burn it to the ground! So that's, yeah. you get that, like, feeling from that, this, from, mm-hmm. from this song to that game. So it really does it really well. And it's done by Flo as well. So three songs by Flo in this anime. I don't Thank have the title you. of it, but I guess we should say the very first Berseria episode actually had the Tales of Zisteria game opening at the very it end does. as well. Yeah. I just, I just sang it. It was okay. Uh, practice a little more, maybe. But yeah, no, I, I just love that Zisteria game opening so much. You just start off and you hear like, Oh, so good. It's, anyway. it is, it's probably. I actually. I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna say the Tales of the Area game opening is probably better than the two anime openings. I'm probably gonna listen to it when I do some like cleaning today. I'm probably just gonna be like, all right, the Area game opening. Oh, you mean you're not listening earbuds, to it right now. Oh, I'm not listening to it right now. Oh my I god! I listen to music when we record the podcast. I want to make sure I hear everything clearly and concisely. You know, I talk. That's how enough. we do it. Yeah, you do. But hey, it's cool. Uh, but yeah, the music's fine. Uh, <laughs> there's only a couple that are like really standout tracks here. Um, but it's good, and I mean, there really, it's a UFO cable show. You're just gonna, gonna be there to look those. how pretty it is, you know. Also, it, should, it is worth noting a lot of the music in the show is from the game, 
when they're in Lady Lake, they're playing the music that plays when you're walking around Lady Lake in the oh, game, yeah. Yeah. all that sort of thing. Uh, which I actually thought was really fun because I, I before I started it, I mm-hmm. played the first few hours of the game. So we get to Lady Lake and it's like, I was like, okay, yeah, they. Not I was right. They've a been lot using of the game anime music. usually do that if it's like no. a, an anime that's a game. They don't mm-hmm. really do that. So props to this for doing that. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And if you had played the game, it's just kind of an extra point of fan service. I'm like, oh, cool, I'm getting all these feels again from the game. Oh god. Uh, I will say that after watching the anime for this, I kind of want to play the game now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm like. I may just go in and try to like bomb. I was playing the game on normal, even though I'd use the like level up items just to see how far I could get. I'm thinking about putting it on easy and just finally like finishing it to say I finished it because I I'm very much just like I, I want to get it out of my backlog now that I've been starting it again. I remember when I played, I actually went back to play this game on like the when, on like hard or the hardest difficulty, and I got stuck on the Lunar fight in like the city. Yeah. I'm just like I can't beat this. I'm yeah. just doing like nine to ten damage. He has like two thousand yeah. HP, yeah, or whatever much, and I kept dying. And I'm just like, this isn't worth it. But I, I'd probably go yeah. back and play it on normal or something mm-hmm. later. Maybe I don't know. I'm still playing a game right now, so maybe afterwards I'll play it. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, basically the songs and everything was great about that. Uh, what should we talk about next, Mr. Falcon? Uh, up next on the docket is our weed moment, and you're oh. the only one who knows what that is. Oh, I do? Yeah. Okay, well, um, I, I have a, I, it's a pretty basic one. So I really oh. couldn't, I actually completely forgot about the weave question at all. It's actually been a while since we've done a weave question because we did, we did Common yeah. Rider. Yeah. And then we did the, 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 the talk one. The Q&A. The Q&A. Yeah. Then we did a Common Rider again. So it's been literally a month since we did the the weep question. So that's why I kind of yeah. forgot about it. But I, here, here's the here it is. If you were if you were a Seraph, what element would you be? It's I mean, that. this one's hard because I normally go. I there's only four choices. Come on. I normally would go with whenever I pick like element stuff. I would normally go with like earth, but never like rock earth. More like trees and plant life kind of deal. Nature. Yeah, more like nature. But they don't have that one here. So I think out of the four we have, I'm probably going to go water. What about you, Condor? Uh, you there? I'm going to – sorry, I muted myself. I'm going to choose fire because I think fire okay. is pretty cool, and I want to burn everything. You want to burn everything? Burn! All right. So uh, I would yes. – uh, Condor would start the flames, and I would put them out. That's right. I am, right red, I am wearing a red shirt, so yeah. burn. I'm a green shirt. So if there's like plants, nature, nature. There, there you go. Work. You said you would hey. choose nature. Yeah, if there was a choice they for it. So there you go. Well, I guess that means this area is a bad game and a bad yeah. anime. Bad, Zero out of ten. Worst anime. anime ever. Yeah. No nature. Um. So now we're at the part where we just talk about things about the show we really liked. Uh yeah. Uh, do the we credits. Want to here? Do we want to just uh, no, you know? Because I do want to devote a section to uh, talking about the differences between the game and the anime. Oh, and some things that the anime didn't do that the game did. Some right. things the game did that the anime didn't do. But for now, let's just talk about our favorite moments in uh the the show. And I'll say one of my favorite moments is I actually really like the scene where uh, Rose is about to go kill that that guy who she's technically uh supposed to marry. And, oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I, whatever. I think I really like it because I like the animation. Because again, this was made by uh, UFO Table. Excellent yeah. job, by the way, with this. Uh-huh. Uh, but I liked like it was like the end of one of the episodes, and like the guy is like running away from Rose, 
and uh, he's like all panicking, and he turns around, and like I just like how like the animation, like how scared he looks. You can really see the panic in his face, you know. And yeah. it's like for a second, he's there's nothing there, and then Rose just jumps up with her two knives. Slash episode ends. Yeah. Oh, Perfect so cliffhanger. What's gonna happen? Is he dead? I don't know. I'll have to wait till next week or just two seconds until I click the next episode. But right, it, right. I actually, I actually just really like that moment because I like how beautifully mm-hmm. visually it was and stuff. I would say that was yeah. one of my favorite. Moments. What about you, Mister Falcon? What was your favorite moments? <sighs> there were some that were great. I like the more comedic moments. Like I liked the like I already said the skit with. Uh, uh, oh, all the skits were saying great. he can smell the smell the wind and all of that. Really, all the skits were great at the end. I think there is one I wasn't a huge fan of, but I can't think of right now what it was even about. Um, I guess as far as actual scenes, I really like the moment when Saray pulls the sword out and uh, defeats the Hellion that's in the oh, cathedral. Dang, I was going to say that. That was such a great just like <laughs> moment. And I think with you, like I think it's more the animation of it as opposed to actually how they do it. Um, just just really great. Uh, We're gonna talk about animation wise. The final fight was beautifully animated. Beautiful. I had issues with that final fight though. It didn't really seem like a fight. Well, again, (laughs) very uh, much like flash, flash. It's like okay. Well, you know, in the game, it was more of a fight. Yeah, but in the show, which is what we're, yeah, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, but the bad guy, Heldolf. I feel like in the game. You could, like, at one point, you could literally just go up to him and fight him, and he could kill you, and you'll get, like, a bad ending. I think you uh, could do that in the game. Like, I think I there's one part where he, like, challenges you, and they tell you that, like, you're not ready, and you're supposed to, like, leave and go do something else, I think. But you can fight him, and you yeah. will lose. And he, it's an unwinnable fight, so, like, he'll automatically pretty much just beat you. I think like, you game get, over. I think you get a bad ending, or is it just a game over? I don't remember. I think it's just a game over. Uh, it may be a bad ending. I don't know. Uh, I remember there was that part. I don't remember ever challenging him, so I don't know what happened. I, I, I challenged him because I'm like, sure, why not? Let's see what he does. And I think died. you're supposed to like make a distraction to like run away or something because you know you're not ready enough for him. So I made the distraction, ran away. Uh, I never actually fought him. Um, saying you didn't yeah. want to beat the Lord of Calamity so soon. Not Come so on, soon, Falcon. Don't you want to beat? I that mean, game? I'm just kind of a loser, I guess. You know. Sad I, days. I, I know, especially like look at look at that hat. Such a loser hat. Yeah, no, right. What can you do? Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, I like the animation uh, of the final fight. It was beautiful. That's all I'm gonna say. I said I didn't say I like the fight. I like the animation. Honestly, a lot of what I liked about this show was the animation. I I think at UFO table did a beautiful job. That's part of the reason why I want to watch this because I wanted to see like some yeah. beautiful animation with like Tales of Zestaria, which I really liked. So. Uh-huh. Um, there's a lot of there, I wouldn't say there was a lot of good moments. There's a lot of beautiful moments, but the anime yeah. itself was pretty, kind of pretty bland and but not in a bad kind of bland. It's just more like yeah. you, what happens is you expect the things to happen and it happens. But what, mm. what amazes you is how beautifully well it's done. So yeah, I did read somewhere online that UFO Table wanted more creative freedom with this one, and they didn't really get it. Damn. They were able to do some stuff like adding in Alicia more and all that, but apparently they wanted to kind of like kind of make it even more different. They didn't get it. I'm going to know that it, this had a hard time holding my attention. A lot of the time I got to catch myself just like checking my phone more often than I yeah, normally would watching the show, me too. which I was like, I'm not like, I'm still liking the show. I don't dislike it, but I just kept like catching myself, like 
checking my phone or doing something like, what? hold up. I didn't catch that. Rewind. What happened? That might be because we already know some of the things that happened. It might but be. I, I also felt the same way, actually. It's why I usually I could like probably like watch the anime in like one day. I did that with, I did that. I like when, when we watched Comedy Writer. So many times. I did that. But for this one, I had to divide it because I got like bored, like some, like some moments. I'm just like, okay. But like, I'm not, I guess that just might be like, again, I don't know if I'm biased because we beat the game yeah. or. I mean, if it was the anime's fault, I'm gonna say maybe a little of both. So uh, I get it was not I mean, an anime. Yeah. This is a good anime not to watch like in one sitting. You should watch it in chunks. No, because it does yeah. throw it does throw it does throw a lot at you. But at the same time, I don't feel like anything was rushed. Like I never got that. Now that yeah. I'm thinking about it, I never got that feeling that this scene was rushed or this scene was rushed because they had to like fit in a lot of this content from a game into this anime. So I never got that feeling. It's like when I we watched. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what did I say? What did we watch that I felt like was rushed? Oh, uh, uh, Yamada and the Seven Witches. I yeah, felt like yeah, a yeah. lot of that was rushed, but I never got that feeling with this anime, even though mm-hmm. it's based off of a game. So I guess props to that. I had uh, I had the opposite feeling with this. I don't feel it was rushed, but I don't feel it did enough. Like the whole. The I mean, whole obviously, it'll, like, it'll never do great, enough to travel the world game. and go to all these you know places and find all these things, and we go to like one ruin. With like Saray and everybody, Mikleo goes to another one, and then it's just like he talks to Alicia and Rose, and then just like finds what he needs. Well, like I feel like we didn't see enough, and I get it's like a twelve be, episode show, no, actually, like two seasons be, of it. To be fair, uh, they did say in the anime that uh, I think Lila or someone asked like, "Hey, why aren't you exploring more ruins?" And uh, I think Saray and Mikleo said they don't want to do it until after all this business is done because they want to enjoy it. Be like, they very much like you should see the well, world. They go to well, like four places, and it's like we're ready. Let's go. And it's it, like, well, in the game, day. you can like go to any like you could like if you see like a dungeon on the side, you could just go to it. Yeah. and do that. And the, a lot of those are what had like those like Historia orbs, whatever I needed to like progress further in the story. And I couldn't remember which dungeons were optional or not to go into. So she's like, ah, forget it. I'll start again later. Um, yeah, it was. It just felt kind of. The journey didn't feel like grand to me. It was just kind of like you became friends with Alicia. Cool. You can't hang out with Alicia right now. You made so let's hang out with this Rose girl. Wow. Oh, cool. So She's like all you're right. Talking about a persona. <laughs> well, let's, let's go hang out with Alicia again because she really needs our help. Hey, wait a minute. Revelation. All right, let's go in this. And it's kind of like okay, all right, fine. Mm. It's fine. Um, yeah, that might just be because uh, a video game anime. You know, they, I maybe. guess the creative freedom as well. Uh, yeah. Maybe if they didn't have those two Berseria episodes, they could have spent like those two episodes, like maybe mm-hmm. uh, like, you know, exploring some of the side content in the game. Maybe. Cause you know, technically if with uh, discounting the Zysteria episode, it was, I mean, it was only like 24 episodes. If you want to just got mm-hmm. the, the episode zero, yeah. which has no prevalence to the plot, 23 episodes. So yeah, I, I will say that even the game, the story is not super action packed. Like even replaying it, it's a very it's a much slower tales game. It's I a feel very like story driven game. Yeah, this game didn't do very popular. I think it's got a six out of ten. No, it's it's usually like when people talk about their favorite tales games, it's usually on the bottom, and it's no not a bad really game. Ever, no one but ever really says Hysteria, but it's not a it's not it's yeah. not a bad game, but it's not a great game. No, you know? uh, I feel like honestly, that's most tales game. I feel like none no, of them are just. I like do super, like the ending yeah. of the game. You know, I, mm-hmm. that's one of the differences I want to talk about as well. When we get to that okay. part. Uh, um, yeah, so it's worth noting that like the theory, the story, while good, has never been like superb, and it could just be too that like what they were working with or the anime, they tried to make it a little more interesting and just still didn't make it super interesting. Um, I mean, yeah, as far as like 
favorite moments. It's more just like, oh, this was animated beautifully. Like, I really didn't care about what was <laughs> what was going on. It was I like, actually it really, really nice. liked how. Uh... I mentioned it earlier, but I really like how they took like they like focus some parts away from Saray and focus on like what was like this is what Mikleo is doing here. This is what what Rose is doing here. This is what Alicia is doing here, and I, I really mm-hmm. like those because it showed like different perspective than from yeah. like just Saray's point of view. So that's a, a plus to the anime for that. Didn't do it all the time, but I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, oh, so I guess right. we should talk about some of the differences between the game and the yep. anime. This is going to be heavy spoilers, so do we want to give our rating and say next week now, or should we do it after? Uh, we can go on and do that, I guess. Um, we'll, uh, we can go on and give our ratings, uh, and then we'll get into spoiler talk. So if you want to hang out after that, you can. Yeah, even uh, Falcon's going to get spoiled. <laughs> yeah, I'll get, I'll get some spoilers, but that's cool. This game came out in, what, 2015? So, like, that's on me at this point. Uh, yeah, so uh, I guess uh, thank I'm you all for first. coming. If you're going to pop out here, uh, I will give my rating first. Uh, so like I said, it, it felt very slow. It had a hard time holding my attention. It was very beautiful. I feel like it was different from the game, but not like drastically different from what I played of the game. Besides like all the Alicia stuff getting added. If you took that out from what I remember, it was fairly, fairly consistent. Uh, but the fact none of the characters are really like super standout and the fact it couldn't hold my attention. I have to dock at some points for that, even though the animation is as always some of the best animation I've seen in a show ever. I'm going to give it a six. I feel like it's beautifully animated, but the rest of it is kind of just generic. The characters are fine. The story's fine, but it's, it's just kind of there. So I will give it a six. What about you Condor? Uh, all right. So basically, uh, yeah, this anime was beautifully, so beautiful. It's a very beautiful, yeah, it's been good. Um, so I really like the like the visual animation. The voice actors were really great as well. Would I recommend this for a first-time anime watcher? I'm actually going to say no. Because, I would agree with that. Because you can play the game. Mm-hmm. But I really feel like like what we had, like we kept like getting it. We both kept like feeling like out of it for like some parts. Like we had to like stop and stuff. And like I feel like if you're this is your first anime, you're like, is this what anime is all about? Yeah. It's kind of meh. I'd say this would be a good anime if you played the game, mm-hmm. or if you're looking for like a beautifully thing. Now, uh, the characters are kind of bland as well. Oh jeez, give me a second. It's okay. Bless you. No, I burped. I just oh, had a really big well, burp coming. Um, drinking but, too much Major Melon over there, I guess. I'm on Baja Blast, my dude. Now I, I, <laughs> I, have, I have water with me today. Okay. But, um, but, uh, but basically, yeah, the characters are pretty bland. I like the skits at the end, but uh, if mm-hmm. you like the skits, you could just do yourself a favor and look up the skits in the game, I guess, on your free time, or just play yeah. through the game and look at, look at, play the skits as mm-hmm. you go. Um, but I'm actually gonna say that one of the things I did like about this is just like the different perspectives. Like I mentioned, uh, it was really nice to see different. I, we got to see more Alicia, which I really did like Alicia. Mm-hmm. I'd say she's my favorite girl. Uh, I just really like everything about her. I like how determined she is, and I'm really glad we got to see more of that in the show compared to the mm-hmm. game. Uh, I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten. Actually, I'm a little, a little bit okay. higher than you, Falcon, because I would say if you're a Tales of fan, this you should definitely watch this anime. Yeah, because it, it, it's, it's very enjoyable. It's very beautifully done. If you're a Tales of fan, this is like a victory for you. 
So, uh, you you also get to learn about Berseria as well, which I actually yeah. like Berseria more than Zisteria. I feel like that's a very common opinion. I keep hearing people be like, oh, just play Berseria, it's better. But I also want to finish Zisteria since I've never finished it, you know? So Yeah, yeah, I actually and, like Berseria yeah. a lot more when I played it. Not the fact that it came out on my birthday, but just like so many different things about it. It's just, it's just, it's just the better game because it came out. I wouldn't say it's the better game, but it just came out after Zisteria. So, and it's like the same like foundation of Zisteria. So, uh, it's like it took it took the Zisteria engine and like improved upon it, made it a little bit better. So, so I'm gonna give this a seven out of ten for that reasons. Um, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. All right. Okay. Uh, why don't you why don't you tell us uh why don't you tell us all the lovely people what what they can do to find us? Yeah. So if you want to chat with us, you can hop in our Discord, and we very much encourage you to. We always love having more people in there. You can find the link to that in the description of the episode, uh, or on our Twitter page. We will have a link as well, and you can find us on Twitter at Bird Bro Pod. Uh, that's where we post updates to the show, post we have uploaded new episodes, and occasionally when we find fun anime-related things we like. Uh, that is where you can find us. We are also on pretty much all of the major podcast networks, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify, etc. Tell your friends. Spread the love. We, uh, we always love having more people listening and chatting with us about anime. It's always a terrific time. Uh, and I guess I'll go ahead and tell you what we're watching for next week uh, in case you're bouncing now and don't want to hear the spoilers. So uh, next week, we're going to watch a show that I've seen a couple times. I kind of want to rewatch it. Uh, it is called Nagiasu, A Lull in the Sea. Oh, uh, oh I've never watched yeah. it, but I've heard of it. I really like it. I really like it. Uh, it it's going to be interesting to see if you like it or not. I, I, I'm i not sure. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, How many episodes but, uh, uh, it's 24, I believe. Okay. It should be on a high dive. Um, I don't have high dive. Oh, what's that? Wait, I, I, no, I don't think I have. I'll have to watch it. A, I'll have to find a legal way to do it. If I need to spot you a month of high dive so you can watch it, I can do no, that. That's no problem. Don't, don't worry about that. Um, I own it on Blu-ray, so I'll just pop the Blu-rays into my, my console and go. You, probably looked at, you looked at your shelf before this. I'm like, all right, which of these animes are we watching? No, I've been wanting to rewatch it for a while. It, it was one of the ones when I went in the start. I was like, I'm I want to talk about this one or that one. Oh. I was really bummed. I wanted to buy it on Blu-ray, and for like years, they only had a Blu-ray collector's edition. And so I finally bought it on Black Friday for half off for $90 because I was like, well, it's finally under 200 like 100 because of the normal price, like 200 And then literally the next week, they released a normal version of it for 20 And I was like, darn you. But eh, it's whatever. I have it, I guess. But yeah, so uh, we're going to watch that. Uh, so tune in next week, and you'll get to hear our opinions on that. Um, but now we are going to be getting into the spoilery chats, talking about differences in the games, the anime, and just other spoilery things we want to talk about. Uh, so if you're bouncing, thank you very much, and hopefully we will see you next week. And now time for spoilers, Condor. Okay. Well, first, before I, I kick off what I know, I want you to know, I want you to name what you saw that was different from the game. Like major things, not like minor things. Mikleo uh, going to the ruins, is that a major thing or I wouldn't. Thing? I wouldn't really call that major. I okay, like that. Yeah. I like that Mikleo got his yeah. own little time. I, like attack. I know we didn't mention attack, but attack yeah. like joined him for a little bit. That was pretty cool, but that's not like yeah. anything I was mentioning. Mm-hmm. Did you notice anything uh, else? Major, major things. I mean, obviously, Alicia's staying more relevant. Alicia's still staying a squire. 
Um, for some reason, I remember in the game Sergey being just like an antagonist, but I could be wrong on that. No, you're you're wrong on been... that. I actually really, I actually, I wanted to mention it, but I never really. I actually really like Sergey. You do fight Sergei him. Sergey is great. You do fight him, but then he kind of comes like understand and respect the shepherd. It was like that other yeah. guy who like you fight more. I, re- oh, I yeah, actually the, like really the, like the blue the blue yeah. knight guy or whatever. Yeah, I, I couldn't really remember. I remember Sergei fighting really Sergey, cool. but I couldn't remember. I was like. For some reason, I think he's more antagonistic for a while. And then I was like, but I honestly don't remember. So I was like, that was that's just something that. the pacing of the game. But yeah, no, I probably. really like Sergey. He was really cool. But that's not, yeah. I guess that's kind of major, but no, not that. But yeah. I, 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 need a gra- uh, I need to I need to know where where you where we grasp you and like the things. A lot of the stuff I remember being different are more minor things. Like the Hellion that attacks the cathedral isn't the same one that happens there. It's like slimes and a werewolf. Yeah, that was different. Uh, yeah, uh, the Hellion they fought in the waterworks wasn't just like a giant bat. It was bats and then like a like a yeah, those, those snake are all lady things. or something. But yeah, everything I know at that point, it's more minor differences. Like I said, I got close to the end before, but that was back like when the game came out. So like that's been years ago and I'm still at like the pretty much the beginning. All right, then uh, let's get into the it, my friend. I hope you're excited for some spoilers. Spoilers, spoilers, Okey-dokey. spoilers at this point for real, for real. Uh, so yep, here's yep. the biggest thing I uh, I actually did not – I did. I was surprised that it didn't do. Uh, do you know Alicia's mentor, Maltran? Yeah, doesn't she, she like betray girl? Alicia, I think? She is technically uh, supposed to be a Hellion in the game. That's right. She was a Hellion, and uh, you were supposed to fight her. But that never happened in the game. And the anime, I mean. And I, yeah. when I, like when I'm watching and I'm like, wait, isn't she supposed to like betray things? But I wasn't 100% because it's been a while. Yeah, and that was, was the only thing. I couldn't remember. She was just being so nice and kind and everything. I'm like, maybe mm-hmm. I was wrong. So I Wikipedia'd it while I was like watching the anime. I'm like, oh, yeah, she did. Basically, she uh, she works for the Lord of Calamity. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, like during a battle with Hellion, she became Hellionized herself. But she like still kept like her emotions in check and mm-hmm. everything. So... Uh, I was really surprised they didn't like make her an antagonist. Maybe there was really no reason to do that because I guess there would be no point. For, I mean, like, even Alicia, Simone wasn't maybe if super Alicia, prevalent. maybe if Alicia was like a, a main, like the main character, mm-hmm. they probably would do that. But he was, she wasn't the main character. Yeah, uh, she's the main character of DLC. Yeah. All right. So that's one of the big, the big things I I noticed. Um, another big thing is uh, we didn't Maltellus. You know who Maltellus is? That was the the, the dragon, dragon at the end, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, they act, you actually hear a lot about Maltellus during the game, from, like the people you talk to, like all they like all Maltellus is this like god they pray to and yeah. stuff. He like started everything. Now here's something. I'm not gonna say who, but Maltellus is actually a playable character in Tales of Berseria. Not in the dragon, okay. but like uh, he, he's right. somebody else. So like a seraph who turns into a dragon or whatever. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. And um, I mean, they they got his voice down to a key. I'm like, oh, that's his original voice too. I like that. Uh, but yeah, he, he uh, in the anime, he never he felt a malevolence, but not in the game. Okay. Probably because you don't see him in the game. I don't think, unless I'm misremembering, but I don't think you see him in the game like you do at the end, like uh, when he's fighting Heldolf. Yeah, that never happened. Uh, and now, now we're gonna talk about the big thing I want to talk about. Uh, okay. Actually, no, there's no, sorry, there's still one more thing. Lunar, you know Lunar, Lunar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He actually, I he, he he was a little weird in the anime. He uh, was because you you fight him all the time from what I remember from the game. Like he's always appearing, and you're having to like he, fight he's him. He's like off. working with the Lord of Calamity as well. Yeah, but I guess from seeing the heroes like doing their things, he kind of like 
wants to wants to uh be better a better version of himself and that's why he he sacrificed himself during like the fight in the winter yeah to uh to to you know the dragons just, just the dragons to to yeah. uh and like he's like oh he he says he wants to be like he wants to like meet his he wants his life to have meaning so he feel like this is the perfect way to do it even though I he ended like, up enjoying just watching the events and stuff and then kind of getting one over to the fact that they're trying to stop this terrible thing from happening. Yeah. I did like how the anime had the characters giving him like a little bit of a send off. If it was short, I kind of like that. Yeah. Really nice. I don't even know if we ever like heard his name in the anime though. That I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Like he just keeps going to pop in. We're like you again. He's like, yes, me. And it's just kind of like, okay. I, I don't think, know we, that we, actually heard I think we might hear it. Episode zero. Maybe. Okay, maybe. I assume. But, uh, uh but yeah. okay. And then another thing is Dezel. <laughs> I'm sure you know what I'm going to say about Dezel. Do you? Pretty sure, yeah. Dezel dies, but he died a lot later in the anime. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I, I, I he actually dies uh, in the game, if I remember correctly. It's it like was, midway through or something, no, right? No, it was during uh, the lady when you go back to Lady Lake. That's uh, right. I, I think it has to do with the 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 the, the 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 girl you mentioned her name earlier who works with the Lord of Calamity. Uh, the, Simone. The, Simone, yeah, Simone does something, and uh, he has does lot to sacrifice himself, yeah, and uh, that's when the V joins and gets like his yeah. hat, like in the picture you showed, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, he died a lot later, so I originally I thought, oh, is he not gonna die? Oh, he's gonna live to the end? Oh my god, that's great! And then he dies, and like, yeah, damn it, still got the short end of the stick, um, oh, yeah, well, no, I, 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 I like played through went... that part of the game, I had to in my party and whatnot. Um, I feel like he did better in the anime though he went off more on his own terms in this case yeah i kind of he willingly chose to sacrifice himself i I really Uh, like what they did in the anime here all right and then let's get to the big things for spoilers my friend the ending what what okay so the ending did a lot of things different Ooh, did a lot of things different so uh the thing with held off is in the game so ray didn't actually want to save him he wanted to kill him so he, he did that thing where he like tried to cure him of malevolence at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh but in the game that's where the, that's where it ends actually. So you know how at the end of the anime they show him with Miklio? Yeah, yeah. that never happened in the game. He's just he's still there. Really. That's actually what the DLC is about. Alicia goes to see Saray and he, she sees mm-hmm. him like still like trying to purify Heldolf from like all the stuff in that. I really like the yeah. ending of the game more than the anime because I mean yeah, it's more of a happy ending for the anime, but the game Right. Uh it's just like it's just more of like it just feels like more of a better ending, more of like what makes the game more unique than like a happy so ending. It's, it's almost it's almost like another game in a series we really like that uh where he's just kind of stuck there. Uh yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say the name because we didn't say we'd have spoilers for that game, so I'm not gonna say it. I mean that yeah. game's even older than this game. So. Yeah, it is. But anyway, uh a little bit more things about the ending. Uh Rose actually becomes the next shepherd in the game i could see that but it didn't happen in the anime she just became an honest merchant so because she, yeah. after what happened with saray she becomes like the next shepherd and becomes yeah. like you don't know, have to help people and everything but not in this uh and alicia she became queen in the anime mm-hmm. that didn't happen in the game because her I, dad I think still alive i think the, the no one knew the condition of her dad i think he was still alive so yeah. uh she still remains a princess um and I think that's that covers everything for the differences, like the major differences. Okay. At least, of course, there were so many minor differences and stuff. Yeah. And everything, but uh, yeah. 
I think that's about covers it for all the major all things. Right. A lot of the stuff you knew, except for the ending yeah. stuff. The big thing was the Maltran thing, because I'm like, isn't she supposed to be a villain? Why are mm-hmm. we fighting her? But okay. <laughs> I, I did that's like Maltran here, though. I, I kind of liked her not being like a, a Hellion betraying everybody. I also really I, liked the two soldiers they gave that were like Alicia's like right-hand people. I really like. I like them a lot too. Sergey was great. Sergey, I wish Sergey got more time. Yeah, they really weren't in Rollins long at all. <laughs> this no. anime, it's like we're in Rollins now. We're out of Rollins. Up oh, back to Lady Lake. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> Which is nothing and wrong. Uh, I like Lady Lake, but still, it's just kind of like, all right. Yeah. <sighs> well, I guess that's everything. I guess we can end it here. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. Well, thank you all for tuning in. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed it. Like I said, we're watching uh, a lull in the sea next week. And once again, you can find us on Twitter at bird bro pod, or click the discord link in the episode description, join the discord, have fun chatting with us. We appreciate it. We always enjoy it. Uh, and I guess we will see you next week. Condor, do you have any closing words for the, the people? Oh, you could watch this anime on, uh, on uh, Crunchyroll. It has 26 episodes. You mean Funimation? No. It's not oh, Funimation. no. A Will in the Sea? Okay. Okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. The company for, oh, that... for, for Tales of the Sea the X, yes, you watch it on Funimation, but I'm talking about the next one. There's 26 episodes, and you okay, can watch yeah. it on Crunchyroll. So, hooray! Cool. That's where I originally watched it, but it was bought by, Sin, I think, Sentai's one who actually like published it, and I thought all their stuff was only on High Dive. So, hey! It's on Crunchyroll. That's great. Hey! All right. Hey! 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 All right. Hey. Well, this has been... An episode of the Bird Brothers podcast talking tales of hysteria. We hope you all Next. enjoyed it. And we will see you all next time. <laughs> <laughs>